Yo, 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 Muddy Waters Podcast. This your boy Shaq Sims, and I'm here right now with my cousin. YWR exclusive. My get this shit here first, man. <laughs> so y'all know what's good. And here with fam. Family. You know, I was supposed to be the first person to do an interview, but I told him, you know, I'ma get some interviews together for you, you know, then I'ma come slide in to make my presence. Most definitely. We gotta get about two, three more of these in. This is my first interview, y'all, so you know. I'm kind of sweating. I had to eat my blunt, you know, for my um anxiety. Fight <laughs> capping. We about to get into the nitty gritty. Yes, like sir. This hip hop shit, you know, for being South Carolina, everybody, you know, they want to be on like, oh, the Carolina, Carolina wave from the Carolinas. But it's not about that. It's about actually working. I'm out. It's like, <laughs> putting in that work. Yeah, you got to put in that work. It's always going to work. For sure. Hey, and this episode of Muddy Waters is brought to you by Rock Green. R-O-C-K-K-G-R-E-E-N. The dopest brand coming out of the Carolinas. The South, period. The dopest brand that I'm fucking with. You know what I'm saying? And as you all should be fucking with. You know, they blessed me with this dope jacket out the mud from their new winter line. Um, You know, the motto of my show is getting it out the mud. Muddy Waters Podcast. You know what I'm saying? As you can see, got the barbed wires. Just dope clothes, man. So, you know, if you're looking for some drip, you definitely want to fuck with Rock Green. Shout out to the homie Rocky. But uh, Casey, man, for the people who don't know, bro, like, tell them what you do, like. So, um, cause you got a lot of jobs, nigga. You African. Yeah, I'm African. You know, yeah, I'm, you got a lot of jobs, bro. This shit don't stop. But um, initially, I started with digital marketing, right? My digital marketing came about cause I was doing like, uh, should I look at you or should I look at the thing? It's up to uh, you, bro. I already look at you because it's kind of weird to staring at the camera. Yeah. But um, so you know, my digital marketing thing came about for me. Like realistically throwing parties, you know, I just throw parties like mm-hmm. Lucky Thirteen, um, what was it, Tasty Tuesdays, Shot at Long Line ENT, Tide Matic, um, yeah, you know Empire Days, right? So I always could dress so you know me can dress, pe- me being in school, you know, I get that attention as if like I'm somebody. So mm-hmm. after a while, like I got tired of just being that dude going to places to spend my money. So I start like you know. When I go to these bigger places, like we gonna either we gonna get sections, and if I know somebody that rap, if I know they really wanna rap and they wanna like go up, like let's pay to get on these shows. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it's just like you know, I did you know I'm coming tour 2017. I went from um, from Columbia to LA to DC, Texas, and realistically, what I did was I just took my brand and who I am, my logos, and I put them with big faces. Like big artists, so I can get smaller artists to come. Like you know, want to fuck with me to like pay to get on these upcoming tours. So how did you think to say, you know what, I need to put my brand with bigger faces? Like what gave you the idea to do that? Because a lot of people try to figure out ways to put themselves on and to make shit happen for themselves and build a brand, but most people don't actually execute. So what gave you the idea to first of all come up with an idea that worked? You know what I mean? And the idea to put your face with a bigger brand, a bigger artist, and say, you know what, the, the smaller artist going to come fuck with me because, you know, they see me working with these people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What gave you that idea? Um, See, like, I don't think I'm bigger than nobody else, right? Yeah. So, like, life is about the formula. You got to get it in the paint. So, I just knew, like, that's what people, like, gravitate to, right? But mm-hmm. after a while, like, it worked. But people gravitating to hitting the miss, they're not like spending their money. So like it's like I'm sitting here doing all this talking and realistically I'm building a relationship with all these artists. Not everybody wanna fuck with me, everybody wanna go up, but it's only like on a 
tour type time, like mm-hmm. on the weekend or something like that. So, um, initially, it's a big ass backwood. Dog. Initially, you know, like facts. You know, like the camera cameras came out, like how this right here, right? You see how we shoot your shit off the iPhone? Uh huh. Remember, I told you that's how I started too. Yeah. So while I was doing my little, like my tour, I would record off my iPhone. I get other people to record for me. So like after that, like I just learned how to like work the camera. So with working the camera, um, I went to the next step where I'm dropping vlogs. Like got Camarico, Bonzer. So this was Bonzer to come about at this time. Yeah, it was just Camarico. Mm-hmm. We did um from here to uh we did we did when Sin got drafted, Sin draft night, and we did the little vlog from uh from here to LA, from Columbia to LA. It was like young boy on the show at at the township, black youngster. That was your first vlog. I remember that. Yeah, the first vlog, right? Uh-huh. And um, rest in peace to Zach TV. Let me start smoking. This fucking up my conversation. Rest in peace to Zach TV because he was the first dude to like to put my shit on like platforms or on his page. So I got the vlog and I dropped it on there, right? So I'm like, damn, this shit getting like a big like the first day. This shit did like six thousand mm-hmm. views on his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Boom! I'm putting on. I put it on hip hop since 1987. Shout out El Dorado, Dirty Glove Bastard. Um, hip uh, hip hop revival out of West Virginia, and what I noticed was it was like, damn, you know, the shit doing good. I'm getting a lot of feedback, but it's not realistically making me no money because like I'm doing all this branding, putting out like my first or my first year, I put out like maybe each like if I'm if I'm if I'm pushing something like like market, I'm gonna put a thousand dollars behind the marketing. You know, doing it may cost me another thousand. So. Say I put out 2016, 2017, um, maybe I probably invested like five or $6,000 just cash into like doing different shit like mm-hmm. throughout a year, mm-hmm. and I probably made back like $500. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, made, I made all that money back, like, and I lost 500 mm-hmm. So, which was good, because I'm like, damn, okay, my first business, you know, I'm still going, and I'm only down 500 I'm going to keep going to the next year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then it dawned on me, like... All the stuff that I was doing for like a vlog trying to go up, it wasn't going to work. Mm. All this shit was for artists. So now I done built this relationship through me, through who I am, through my brand, through my brand. And, um, now I already know these people who people like dying to hit up. Like, mm-hmm. Because of the lifestyle. Because of the lifestyle. Niggas want to fuck with who they aspire to be like. Exactly. Type shit. Most people fuck with me off the lifestyle or whatever. But realistically, I didn't meet these people off my lifestyle. I met these people off of just emailing them. And when you hit somebody up and you can be articulate, like, hello, how are you doing? I'm Casey Qualls. I'm contacting you for um I'm contacting you for one of my clients and reference of this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. And you send them your links, you send them like you send them your Instagram link, you send them your artists, send your artists like you send them a downloadable picture. You send them they all they shit on like different platforms. Mm-hmm. And you be like, Hey, what are your rates and requirements? We have a budget. Yeah. Once you see a budget, they wanna fuck with you, right? Yeah. So boom, you spend money with them. Now all of a sudden you say what you're spending money with. They keyed in, which was all about content, mm-hmm. right? So it just kept going on after that, like, and different artists just see what I do, and they just be, I, I just feel like this. I'm the person that's going to actually go out here and put in the groundwork for everybody. Like, I know, like, when I, somebody see me, they're going to be glued on to me. So if I'm the person that's always pitching the boss, will always be moves. Like, today, mm-hmm. K-Pistol, um, you know, I ain't never really see, did no work with K-Pistol, but, <clears throat> like, he, I sent a lot of artists to him to do, like, videos. Yeah. So he knows, like, I do, like, video production, like, like I set up the casting and everything. So today he hit me up, he was like, yo, bro, um, you know a place, like, with a piano? I'm like, shit, like, 
Most people be like, yo, I gotta go book this, then the third. But you know me, like we from here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm smart. Mm-hmm. So shit. Fuck that. Like I don't got a place for you, but where I took my graduation pictures at the alumni center is always open to ten o'clock. So go in there at like, you know, you just looking around, you're part of the alumni, whatever. You, nobody not gonna check you or nothing. Just don't go in there and ask to record. So he went in there, he knocked the scene out. Ten minutes, he gone. So you know, it's just like little simple stuff like that. You know, know the being able to think on your feet. Yep. Being able to be in the right place at the right black time Google. and know what you're talking about. The black Google. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So you know, growing up, you always been a crafty dude, bro. Where'd you get that from? You know, because I know you. You know, I know you my whole life. So it's like ever since I've known you, you've been crafty. You knew how to figure shit out. Like, where does that come from? Because a lot of people, that's not a skill that you can learn. Like that shit got to be in you, bro. To be able to figure some shit out and know what to do in a situation where most people won't know what to do. I really feel like it comes from like like when I was younger, you know, like um like me, I always tell girls when they meet me, I got the best persona I know how to hold myself because I don't think I'm better than nobody. I don't think I look better than nobody. You know me, I had like a big ass gap when I was younger, <laughs> like but I know talking and being super funny will like get you girls. So like once you figure out like what people want and need, you just exploit it. Mm. And that's just simple to what it is. It's like, you know, if you don't have all the jury, don't go out there trying to compete with the nigga you got all the jury, just dress better than him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you got them don't got money to them, money for somebody got more money than somebody and they don't want to think, think for them. Like mm-hmm. I tell like all the artists, like, y'all gotta get your algorithm where you can stay in people's face, like doing stuff like with you is gonna help their brand because you going up here. And since I'm talking about brand, this is um, another thing I got. Uh, Blaze Hair Company. It's my hair company. You know, y'all females, y'all hit me up. Looking for ambassadors. And if like you like a single mom or something, you know, hit me for the discount code. I'm going to get it done. Shack up my for you. Yeah. You know, we're going to give it away for free because yeah. it's my cousin. So he going to give me a bundle box yeah, we gonna for free and then I'm going to just give it to you. get it done. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You got to shout out Muddy Waters, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, we got to shout out Muddy Waters. You got to shout out Muddy Waters to get the free hair. But um, a lot of people don't know you went to college, bro. Yeah. Like, out of all of the moving around and jugging and, you know, moving and shaking that you've done, bro, you still, like were able to accomplish that damn near impossible for niggas coming from where we come from, which is getting a college degree. Yeah, facts. You know, what What motivated you to do that? Because at all the, the end girls, of the day... All the girls at school. Like, right now, it's eating me up <laughs> not being in school right now because it's just like all the girls in school, girls know the motion. Like they going to put you in the right spot. So you, like, most dudes compete with dudes. Go compete with a girl. Go find you a girl that's going to really fuck with you or find a girl that you kind of like. Y'all could just be friends and use her as a person like... To motivate you Cause it's like Amuse Yeah like amuse That's like, a fact bro That's why most niggas That do great Is cause they have Like a good companion mm-hmm. So like going to school Like you know When you do other shit too You wanna be in the mix Of what's going on Figure out In schoolhouse At the schoolhouse Is where it's at Because any nigga Who want the bad chicks They are gonna be at the schoolhouse Yeah You know You gonna meet older people From at the schoolhouse and everything just like branch off mm-hmm. and I built a network that people can't never build yeah. like I didn't have to move away like oh I'm going to LA I'm going to Charlotte I'm going to Atlanta just cause it sound big like nah like like it's so many different people like from like Shiraz the uh, Barneswells like just good great people that you would never met if you didn't go to USC to not even USC cause I went to Midlands yeah just fuck it go to any school you can go to Benedict Benedict lit all that shit lit I'm talking too loud nah 
Nah, you can definitely do that, bro, because at the end of the day, a lot of people don't know that you can build so many different relationships by going to college yep. or just meeting people. Like, I know for me, I know damn near everybody in the city. So when I started my podcast, it wasn't hard for me to get interviews, relationships. You know, a nigga like me, I can go somewhere and have $50 in my pocket and move around in a room full of millionaires and get what I need to get out of them niggas just because of who I am and the type of person that I am and because of the relationships that I have. You know, and relationships are a big part big of part. anything, bro, unless you just want to work like a regular nine to five, like you're going to have to have relationships. And even then, in this day and age, bro, it's so much competition. You got to know people, and, you know, because it's and, not and about I, what you know. It's about Let me reiterate you know. on that. When he said he had like $50 in his pocket to be around like millionaires, I tell people don't get tired into like the money or anything. Mm -hmm. I made my most moves when I had the least amount of money in my pocket and when That's I was spending my last. Mm -hmm. So you feel what I'm saying? Like, all that shit that's going to come into, if you want to work the move, it's just, like, going to come. Like, that's why, like, even if somebody not, like, responding back to your messages and, you know, don't go about it away, like, as if you need them. Nobody need nobody. Like, mm -hmm. like I'm not pressed to go run into QCP, the Diddies, or nothing because it's just, like, where we at right now, they had to go through that, go through the formula. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. we're not going to go stand by somebody and hope, like, hey, hey, like, you going to help? Like, nah. Like, get them something to talk about. Like, just because, you know, they who they is, I mean, I don't think you cool. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly, like, bro. And it's a lot of niggas with money with no swag, no personality, no type of persona, nothing. Nothing. Niggas just got bread. Just got bread. Niggas so, some niggas so poor, the only thing they got is money, bro. But nah, but see what it is, it's dope. I give people the benefit of the doubt. It's not even bad that they have money. Money just puts people in a certain area as if they forget, like, the real realities. Because, like, boom, you could have money, I could be broke. Since you having a good day, you thinking like, you know, yo, let's go do this. And I could be like, nah, like I don't want to do that because like I'm fucked up or something. Or I just don't want to do that or whatever. And you may take it as, oh, that nigga don't fuck with me like that. Or that nigga kind of like, 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 like slick hating. So like even in the rap game, like a lot of some, it's crazy that God always give you with like either talent or money. Or he give you with a little bit of money and a little bit of talent. And those people are the ones who think they're better than a lot of people. Kind of like fuck them up. And then you got the people with the bread. Who don't have no damn talent. And then you got the broke motherfuckers. Or the goddamn dirks. And the goddamn cowboys. Into the shit. So it kind of like makes like the, the rap game hard. But speaking on the people with the money or whatever. um, You know. Since they money move people in the street. Because like say if you got $100,000. Like not even like flexing. Like just $100,000 in total. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm just speaking in a numbers way. If you got $100,000. And if you making $1,000. Nine out of 10. You're not just doing that yourself. Your money's moving somebody some type of way. So with that, people get that kind of confused as if, you know, in the rap game that matters. But in the rap game, it doesn't matter because no. your money can't really move nobody because this same person that you – it could be a person like you. You could be making $20,000 off a podcast and then come out the, same, the wrong way. You're not going to fuck with them. Mm -hmm. Or if you is fucking with them, it's just going to be on like a, a money-type process. So it's going to realistically turn into some reality that y'all don't even want to get at. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of y'all artists with money, if you feel like, you know, you got a little bit of talent or you got the best talent and you not getting it out there, you're not getting the respect that you have, it has nothing to do with your money or nothing. It's just that, like I say, the formula. Yeah, the formula, bro. Like, it's a lot of artists. I won't speak on the artist's name. I got one artist in mind that got a lot of paper. The nigga just cannot rap, don't make good music to me. And it's like, people think... 
Because a lot of artists come to me and they'll be like, like homies, they'll be like, bro, I got to get a feature with this person. I got to do this, bro. I got to boss up. I got to get a Benz in my video. It's like at the end of the day, bro, I done seen some niggas like J. Cole. He's a multi-platinum artist. Nigga had no money, bro. He made some of his best music. Kendrick Lamar had no money, no car, no nothing. Come from nothing. Come from nothing, bro. It's like the talent outbeats the money, bro. Like every but, fucking time. But, it might take them niggas longer to get there, but the talent outbeats the money. But do you know what's so crazy is? What's so crazy is like, it doesn't matter about the talent or the money. Because that's why I was on gigs. I want you to bring that up. Because that was a great side you that you put. A lot of people with the talent already know that they don't have the money. So you know what they go do? Learn the business. It don't matter what type of rapper. You could be a whack rapper, any type. If you know the business, if you know how to get the attention on you and do like merch, like get like merch, or you can do like Batman Kevo. Right now, Batman Kevo is on his like screaming like, hey, I'm this scammer, this that and third. Like, he probably made a lot of money off of scamming, but realistically, nobody's gonna put themselves in attention like say they still scamming. He's just using that attention. That, that we're giving him for being a scammer or or we calling him fake or calling this. Now, if you have like, like I said, if you got real money, now you can do like real businesses. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to be in the rap game for more than 10 to 15 years. Like actually like trying to get like billboard charts. I'm going to be like, that's why like I listen to like people like Nipsey Hussle, like Jay-Z. I heard your thought like, yo, like Jay-Z tell us like what we need to do. Like, to get a billionaire. Like, um. All you got to do is take all the attention that we get now. If you get millions and millions of views, a thousand, thousand of views, go get you a real business. Life is monopoly. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter if your shit was whack because 10 years from now, notoriety is real. Nostalgia is real. What people have, like, basically, like, little memories or just different things to mm -hmm. remind that them. That bring them back to that time in their life. Time in their life. And it could be mm -hmm. like a nigga could have just got married that time he see you goddamn rapping. But at the same time, like I said, you got to... You know, maybe like a hair company or a beauty salon or a barbershop or a, 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 um, a box truck or you're doing a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. anything. It's just right now in the rap game, if you do not learn the business don't, and don't push yourself like an artist or a businessman, you're not going to make it. Yeah. You got to put yourself in a position to be an asset to Fast. anybody who's going to fuck with you. Because this day and age, bro, labels is not signing niggas off talent. Like you're not getting a record deal just off being talented. You can't walk up to Jay-Z and rap for him. Nope. You know what I'm saying? If Jay-Z was to have a conversation with you, he'd be like, what's your streaming like? Fact. How much you getting paid for shows? In streaming, all you got to <laughs> do is invest into streaming playlists. Any big artist that you see that, that literally the label are at least putting $100,000, $200,000, you're not a big label. So what you can do is invest. Like when you get to this point, like if you're capable of the money, like you say for the rich rappers, invest at least $1,000 a month to be put on different playlists. It could be... 10 to 15, it could be 10 to 15 small ones, four big ones. Just make sure you do like the playlisting because that way, like you can get your money quarterly. You know what I'm saying? You turn yourself into like a business. You can get taxes off this shit. Like Spotify damn near, like you can, like I said, you get them 10 different playlists with a million, you're going to get paid off of there. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? In some type of way. So. Do you get played just off of your song being on that playlist or is it like, so let's just say it's 10 songs on the playlist and your song is one of the songs on that playlist. Yeah. Do they pay you based on how many streams your song get or how many streams the playlist get? Off your song. Okay. So like, boom. But you got a chance of getting more plays because it's on that playlist with the right, other so, nine songs. So, boom. This is like playlist. You got like rap. Y'all look up rap. Um, It's by uh, Dapper Snow, Daniel Snow. Um, He made like rap. Empire, Atlantic, um, Cinematic, um, Interscope. A lot of them use like different playlists. Now, side 10. Interscope and all those labels I just named have people that are 
already work at Apple Editorial. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So now you can get on the Rap Caviar playlist and you can get on the Down South Banger playlist without paying money because you're paying through your sign to this label already. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They already paying. Mm-hmm. So if you can work your way on get on to already on these playlists, your song is going to organically be moving. You want to get a song that's organically moving. Yeah. Like with 2C Gump, we did um, Him and Gunner song, right? Mm. And they did yeah. 30K plays in a week. Mm. But it was 425 a week, right? It was $425 a week. $425 a week, but at the same time, like I say, building relationships. People only do that because I'm going to give you a high minimum because I realistically want you to lock in for the year or for a few months. Mm. So if you lock in for a few months and you got all your shit up moving, so you moving, you beating the streets up, boom, you beating the streets up, boom. Now, like I say, you, nine out of 10, if you, if you rapping and people fucking with you, you rapping, you living what you're talking about, you know you got like the streets. Now it comes to go get you a little feature. Mm-hmm. Now you get you a feature. I tell a lot of artists, I don't get a feature if you think from you like your best artist or nothing. Who, which videographer are you shooting with right now? Like who, like, like say if you were shooting with um, Savani, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you were shooting with K-Pistol. Go get, like, I tell people, like, clap from the bench. Don't be haters on other niggas. Like, it don't matter if y'all don't fuck each other in the streets. Nothing. It's all business. If you look at actors, each actor messing with a different person because that's how we grow our families and the audience. So, what you want to do is go for an artist that's kind of relatable to you, but that's artist already moving on his channel. Mm. So now... On that videographer's channel. On that videographer's channel. Yeah. So now, boom, I tell artists, if you feel like, you know, kill him on the song. Even though it's y'all song together, like, go hard on the song, make people like... Because this nigga already juiced up, he already already... Kill him on the song, go dumb hard, y'all make a hard visual together. Now I'm no hating that shit. So now, boom, like I tell artists, lock in two or three visuals with him, with the, with the videographer. You got them shot the one video, with a feature, the big feature on there is going up. Now when it's your turn to come back on the on, on the podium, mm-hmm. people know your face. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People know your face. You fuck around, make make a song that's kind of catchy. Yeah. With a some content. Yeah. You gonna go up? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. You gotta have a formula. The formula. Yeah. It's all about the formula. Like especially with this internet day and age. Like where did you learn the internet ways? Because the music industry is completely different. See, that's why I tell Back you in what. the day, it was like about, not to interrupt you, but no, no, like back in the day, it was about beating up the streets, like like you said yeah. earlier, you know, with the putting up the posters, the passing out the CDs. Shit you still got to do. Yeah, shit you still got to do. But, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was more so built on that. It was like built on street teams. Like, every label had a street team so back crazy. in the day. Also, I'm not, I'm not, it's going to take a little second, but it's so crazy. It's like, today people on Twitter, like, yo, Nipsey didn't blow until, you know, he died. And I'm like, damn, like, y'all be thinking, like, person got to blow light as if if you got to be a Cardi B yeah. or, or, or 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 Jay-Z or or um or Lil Wayne like to me Starlito has blown you yes. know what I'm saying yeah like shout out to Lito Young Dolph has blown like they may not have did like maybe that's not Dolph not a good example they haven't did 100 300 4 500 billion on the video yeah but in the day like I tell people it's like this when Nipsey died, he had 4 million followers. The baby is the hottest artist that people have seen in the last 20 years. He has 4.2 million followers. Nip only got 1.5 million followers after he died. So today the argument was is people said Nipsey Hussle wasn't um, a global artist and that he was only known for going with Lauren London. That's that's a dub. I was on Nipsey Hussle in 2013. Listen Bro, to everybody was on 20. Come on. Look at this right here. You know, while you pulling that shit up, bro, 
what's so crazy about the whole Nipsey Hustle situation is it's like people sleep, bro. They don't understand. Nipsey Hustle was independent for a long time, bro. If you're able to amass $50,000 a month off of your brand and you your won. music alone, you won. If you able to amass $10,000 I'm, I'm glad you said that because you're taking the words of my mouth. What is that? that? That's a Nipsey Hustle. What you call 2016, right? Yeah. We about to go on Twitter right fast. And matter of fact, I'm just pull up the screenshot so they so these folks can see this shit, right? And I say like I always like get frustrated with this because like I hate people that go on Twitter that just be talking for a general subject just for people to retweet or just talk about stuff like me, you'll never catch me on there talking about basketball shit. Yeah. Even though I played basketball, I was nice, but I don't watch sports. I don't yeah. even watch TV. Yeah. I'm not going to be on there talking about, like, nursery and all that shit. So, yeah. like, for the people who don't fuck with, like, the upcoming artists and, you know, the grind behind this music shit, we don't want to hear nothing y'all got to say, like, when it comes to, like, rap shit, like, being, like, a rap guru. Like, yeah. don't be on there talking about, like, when this person dropped their video and then after they put their marketing scheme to it, they do this, they do that, this, then the third's going to go up. You don't know. Niggas don't know what's really behind know, So I know artists that's hot don't know how to go up. So, like, that shit on Twitter just be, like, so crazy. So we getting into that, right? A dude says, fuck the tours. Niggas wasn't downloading his music or messing with his apparel when he was alive. And that's facts. That's he was known for going to Lauren London. That's cap. Every black person from over here goes to the West Coast before Nipsey died and take a picture in a marathon store. I got a picture in a marathon store. That's a fact, The reason bro. why I ain't post a picture like that because I'm like the chains I had on. But I definitely got a picture in a marathon yeah. store a time ago. You know you got to get where you're going. So, um... I put you was and don't speak for everybody, my guy. He said, don't speak for me because I was too. I'm talking collectively. If it don't apply to you, great. Like you said, if you can make 50000 a 100000 people from you know, young hustler like me listening to your shit in 2014, you all the way from the, the West Coast. I never had been to Slauson. Like, I'm not a crip or nothing. Like, Felt like you was fan. from there, though, listening like, to that shit, bro. Like, listening to his shit, like, really molded, molded me into, like, wanting to go to Miami. Like, I listened to Meat Mill. I was listening to, like, Nip. Like, they molded me going to Miami. If you look like, niggas want to rent cars, it's going to be S550. You see me with champagne. I'm 21. Like, niggas wasn't even on champagne. Y'all got a bottle of champagne. We open it up. It's in the um, thing. You want to drink it? Nah. I work. We can drink it. Um, I got a bottle of champagne. We can drink it, man, if you want to drink it. Yeah, man, I'll um, drink with you, man. So I'm like, I got a bottle of champagne in there, but we can drink like, it. Like them niggas is like trying to get me fucked up on a goddamn weekday. These people that like motivate, so I'm like, damn, like if if us, I think we from Cupson Road, you know, Summer Parkway, um, two notch, top notch. I should say, um, you know, you remember back in the day, goddamn, yeah. um, uh, uh, what's the shit, Fusions, goddamn, Kia House, Kia House. Um, VIP room levels Yeah So you know what I'm saying So like if us niggas If that shit reached us Then you know it was great Because at the end of the day People don't understand bro Like Think about how much money The average motherfucker makes Working a 9 to 5 Facts If you can make Three times your salary In a year From a business that you started Or a brand that you started bro You winning at the end of the day, if you ask me, bro, I feel like Nipsey Hussle really won before he died, bro. And I feel like the message got lost when he died because people was like, oh, Nipsey Hussle died. Niggas started fucking with him. Like, real ones was fucking with Nipsey, bro. Yeah. I was listening to Crenshaw. I was listening to Vuv and Clico. Like, I was listening to all of that shit. Bullets ain't got no name. Niggas will tell you. Nipsey get to that point in life and then, like, when he kind of, like, was getting to, like, you know, 
about to peek over to the other side. He kind of like got killed. But you know, us young hustlers like watch this nigga go from you know wearing the dickies to fucking with Puma extra hard. Mm-hmm. You know, from that one store from. Like, like if you watch a documentary or whatever, like you know, we, we I can't go back that far, you know, like when they before they had the store. But I remember, like you know, when they had the store, that shit let you know, like it's a it's a white world, like, it's monopoly. Like he said, two thousand three, take a pound and move down south. So if you just reverse that, what would you do if you from if you ain't from if you from the west coast, you gonna go down south. If you from the east coast, you gonna go back over there because you and know, bring it back, bring it back, and then you gonna want to start businesses and do everything like uh-huh. how you supposed to. So. Like, the reason why, like I say, <clears throat> the guy Johnny Shipes from Cinematic, mm-hmm. he was at um, Epic Records first. And then he um, he went, moved from Epic and went to Atlantic. Don't don't quote me on this, but this is how this shit worked or whatever. He's the one that found Nipsey Hussle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big Crit, too. Yeah, Big Crit. Um, what's that Joey dude? Badass. Joey Badass. Uh, what's the dude? Something Loud. Uh, the older guy, he started... He, he he does cinematic with him. Um, Smoke Dizza. Smoke Dizza. Yeah. So um, if you look at what's going on, so it's like, damn. I'm just use Johnny Sipes as an example. Johnny Sipes having blue because he don't got a hundred thousand followers, two three hundred thousand followers. Nigga and on assets. Assets. Nigga on assets. He's gotta pay him for the rest of his life. But you know, like, and I'm glad you brought that up, bro, because people look at. The they, Well, I'll say in their mind, they're looking at the bigger picture. What kind yeah. of car he drive, what he posting on Instagram, you know, the trips he taking, the yeah. shit he posting, the magazines, the limelight. But that's really looking at shit on the surface level if you really think Facts. about it. Looking at the bigger picture is he got artists that went platinum on his label. It might not be 10 or 20. It may just be one or two. But you own their music. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You own their shit. G. Herbo. Yeah. And then if you look at it, Let's just say you signed a Joy Badass, right? Joy Badass was probably 16 when he signed him off of YouTube videos yeah. and shit. He probably gave Joy Badass like 50 to 100,000. Independent contract. Independent contract. Same thing. That's a low that. risk investment for him. Yep. And then if you look at Joy Badass's side of the um, you know, spectrum too, that was a low risk deal for him too cuz it was only got to pay nothing back. He don't got to pay nothing back 100,000. You he can make that it. back easy he off of a fucking endorsement. So at the end of the day, yeah, Joey Badass might not have got a big ass contract when he signed, but he rich as fuck. He nah. gonna always yep. be rich. Johnny Shipes it's put a hundred thousand into a nigga. It's about getting to the next deal, and people fail to realize. Yeah, and it's I, and it's I all about not make it if he made it to the different deal. Most basketball yeah. players can't get to the next deal. Mm-hmm. And then it's like this in the drug game or any game. Yeah, you want to spend the least amount of money to make the most. Facts. What do niggas do when they try to go that to Cali to get weed? So you're so crazy. It's, you know what? You know. You know what you call that? Hustling. Nah, it's what I do. I ain't talking about like selling no drugs or nothing. Yeah. When you make the least amount of money to make money, you know what you call that? What they charge you with when you get when you get arrested? Distribution. That's what an independent label does. That's yeah. what Empire does. For yeah. For money, man, and that's what Empire does for the rest of those artists. They're nothing but distribution. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of these independent labels are. The distribution. So if you go work for an independent label, have you a little bit of money, have your shit already going, no matter what type of budget or marketing thing you do, make yourself hot. They're going to turn you up. It's, it's all about being distribution. Yeah, it's all about being independent and building your leverage. Yep. Like people, they're gonna put you for sale. They're gonna give you that Nike jersey. It's a circuit. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like you said, bro, it's all about getting that next deal. Yep. But see, the thing that people don't understand about being independent is you have leverage, bro. I don't give a fuck what it is. Like, you know, like Kendrick Lamar Thanks. and TDE, for example, they was independent for a long time. They put out so many different mixtapes. They had different deals with J-Rock getting a deal, and then Kendrick having a deal right behind him, J-Rock going on tour with the game. They had a deal at that time, but then they got dropped. And you know what they said? We're going to turn this shit up on an independent level. They had their own studio. They had their own engineers. They had their own management group. Production they had their team. own production team. Yep. They independent. So when the label come to them like Dr. Dre and Interscope, they Kendrick Lamar. First they of ready. all, first of all, you're not just signing TDE to the whole deal. So you don't get everybody wrapped up. They had enough leverage to say that because if they didn't have enough leverage, Dr. Dre could have been like, "Oh, we want everybody. We want right. Schoolboy Q, J Rock, and we want Abso." Right. But they had enough leverage to say, "Nah, bro, y'all want Kendrick. Y'all can have Kendrick. Everybody else, we gonna keep them." And if y'all niggas want to get these other artists, y'all got to pay them separate deals and sign them to separate deals. But they had leverage. But they went through the ugly stages Formula. for years and years and the years. Formula. And then, and then you know what's crazy? Top Dog probably didn't even have a formula. He just said, you know what? I need to bring this shit in-house. I'm spending all this bread. He probably was spending money on studio time and all that. And then he's looking like his budget at the end of the month. Like, bro, I just spent 10000 I need to build my own studio for this 10 racks that I was going to spend Fact, for the last month. Gump just build his own studio. Yeah. And then he said, you know what? I'm going to get producers. I'm going to get this person. I'm going to get that person. And I'm going to build an in-house label. And they had to go through the ugly stage. They had to grind, right. sleep on the floor, eat pizza and all of that shit. So now when it do come time for niggas to blow, guess what? Niggas is riding in motherfucking Bentleys yes, and sir. Rolls Royces and all of that shit just off of the grind that they put in. And because they stay independent. And that's the thing. That most artists fail to realize they go after the deal up front or with anything, whether it's a podcast, niggas assign their YouTube rights away. Niggas assign they got them publishing that quick, away. That, that, that quick money ain't gonna get you nowhere. No, because bro. let me tell y'all something. The quick money looks good up front, but at the end of the day, you got to count the months to it. So I don't give a fuck if I gave you a hundred bands right now in six months, that ain't a hundred bands. No. You know what I'm saying? But you're still gonna be here. So, that's zero dollars. That's zero dollars. Oh God! Like, like, like you say, like it's just going through that formula. Like, like me, like I have like Young Rich Records. Like I don't push Young Rich Records off on artists. Nothing. Like y'all can come get services. You know, through the video production, you come get service like PR services. I do. Um, I write video treatments, content curate. Like you can do all that. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's if you want to go all the way up and win, or do you want to go all the way up and you know. Go get a deal because like, I can go get you a deal now. I know a lot of people go get you a deal, but it's not gonna be like a deal that you want. Like I be telling a lot of artists, like like I've got Empire, I got Young Rich Records. Like mm -hmm. come get distribution. Like you don't have to like sign to me anything. Like mm -hmm. we can go half and half. Or if like if I like work with you and I got like you know faith in you and I want to put the money with you, like yeah, we can do that. But at the end of the day, it's just about like knowing what's going on like about the business like don't rush for the money especially if you already got money because you getting this money not going to make you famous now like no getting 200 bands is not going to make bitches want to fuck you they're going to want to use you you feel what i'm saying that's a fact. like the producers that's fucking with you after you get two hundred thousand dollars they just know like oh damn i got enough leverage like to fuck with this dude and he gonna pay me whatever i want you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. you gotta build your own leverage you know what I'm saying turn i put it like this like me I don't ever really care about getting on because, like, I get a blessing for putting other people on, right? And then you get into, like, a certain state where it's like you blessing other people, like, eventually it's going to be your turn. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's just where it go. Yeah. And, like, like now, like, 
a lot of artists try to be like that dude, that nigga, like that's not gonna work. Like people will fuck with you. Like say if you right now, shit, and this is this time this predicting you for the future. Y'all want y'all to write this down and can quote this. Now you gonna take your podcast, you know, you interview us and then eventually like now you already got big people hitting you up on the interview with you, right? Mm-hmm. Now <clears throat> at the same time, see a lot of people lose out because they go to Atlanta and you know, or they go to like LA and New York and they forget that this is the fan base. You gotta feed the fan base. You gotta let people know what they want. That's why like I can go to LA and I can go over here to Virginia and DC then when I come back home it's still lit because at the end of the day I'm still feeding in to what people know. Like mm-hmm. you see me post Quan often, I post Nick, I post like familiar faces. So mm-hmm. it's like once I go all the way up, I'm not about to just turn my back on people. Now I'm gonna come do giveaways. Now I'm gonna come, you know, like help people mm-hmm. because even if they not even fucking like a lot of people don't even fuck with my hair company, not saying it in a bad way. A lot of people don't um mess with my digital marketing service because y'all don't rap. Like mm-hmm. and I understand that. So what I do is I just feed them what they want. Mm-hmm. So you know what that is? Reaching back. Nah. Taking these regular people, putting them around famous people. Because now like, say if you went to like Meat Mill or if like all these girls like Drake, when they see me, they think, you know, let me go hang out with Rambo or artists like, yo, let me get around Rambo because, you know, Rambo is going to get me to the next point. And that's not all of, like, say if I was just standing by artists, I'm taking pictures like, boom. Yeah. Like, nah, like, yo, I'm with this nigga. Mm-hmm. Nah, but if they see me fucking with somebody, start from ground up, we working, we both working, and boom, you, you the person mm-hmm. with the artist, you the person that's going up, look at Skrilla. Yeah. Like, with the gunner shit, like, the soldier, like, I'm just saying like, past, like, just the uh-huh. past. Like, past shit, yeah. Past shit, like, uh-huh. you know, now people gonna look and see that, damn, I can't goddamn, I wanna get around Rambo. I'm just telling people just in general, not even me, anybody. If you doing anything, you got a little bit of leverage, you got a crowd, you the one, you divorce the reason, mm-hmm. just be the person that always, you know, turn around and help somebody else because mm-hmm. everybody gonna look at you as the going up effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You yep. gonna watch my story, hopefully one day you gonna see a person that you wanna see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't got shit to do with me. Yeah. That's why now if I can post something like 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 I posted um on my shit uh a girl she makes plates like different food. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Juju like plus shots Juju on Instagram, y'all go follow Juju. She makes bomb ass plates. What type of food she make? Like all different type of shit. She Anything. a chef or she, she just makes plates? She a chef. Okay. So after that, you know, I post that, you know, and that's just because she like cooks the food, she gives it to us. She wants me to just put on my page or whatever. Mm-hmm. With that I got uh, like other chefs in my inbox, like wanting to like yo, post my fuck shit. With you. I'm gonna cook you some free food. Like yeah. So I tell people, just use the this should just come back to the algorithm. Use the attention that you have and mm-hmm. build real business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. That's why we doing what we doing right now, and mm-hmm. we in a predicament. Like mm-hmm. use what you have. Don't be a gangster. Don't be out here in every girl inbox knowing she got a nigga. Be that cool dude. Yeah. You'll last a long time, man. Yeah. Be yourself, bro. Have you ever noticed everybody that's old that's living that cool as hell? It's a reason. Super cool. Yeah, because like older people always say, what they say, uh, you don't get dumb. Get what? Is, what they say? You don't said, get my age being this dumb. Or what? What? what what's the fuck it, they say? Kevin Gates says either you um you learn fast or you die young, and that's real. Yeah, that's real. Either you learn fast or you die young. Mm-hmm. 
That's a fact, bro. So speaking of, because you talked about a lot of shit, you dropped a lot of jewels, yeah. you know, in these past couple minutes and shit. But yeah. speaking on how the world is today with social media and shit, like you talked about niggas get two hundred racks and bitches only want to fuck them because they got money. They don't want to fuck them because they fuck with them. They want to fuck them because they got bread and they want to use them. Like talk about that aspect of the game because I know you see that shit a lot, it's, especially it's, in your line of work, it's, bro. It's life, but at the end of the day, it's like this: pussy's power, right? But a girl, not so out of 10, she's fucking with you for your persona. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, if you feeding a dog, you keep feeding, eventually they're going to feel like, you know, they can come back for more. So I was tell, I tell girls, you know, keep your pussy in your pants and y'all niggas keep your money in your pocket. Because like, all the girls that fuck with me, they fuck with me because I'm going to put them on some money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to put them around the right people. Like, mm-hmm. And I got girls that fuck with me that I'm not even fucking. Like, we just simply cool. And they boyfriends hate me. But that, like, they kind of want to be cool with me. And, like, uh, that's because just the persona that I have, like, I'm going to put them in the right position because I'm I'm a calculated thinking. Like, if you're always thinking the right moves, mm-hmm. eventually it's going to hit. When I wake up in the morning, my brother tell you I wake up at 7. And I'd be like, yo, I, before I 12 o'clock, if I probably like smoke my second blunt or my first blunt, I need to at least have like three to four emails out, like replying to emails, mm-hmm. setting up services, mm-hmm. you know, doing my other shit. Mm-hmm. Goddamn, you know, when I was going to school, make sure I'm going to class. I put my shit in my notes because being productive over time becomes money because people be worrying about money is not really money just can't be attained. I can't do nothing to get no money right here. Like boom, boom. it's not here. Money's all in here. Mm-hmm. Calculated moves. That's mm-hmm. it. That's a fact, bro. Every day that I wake up, I'm thinking about what's next. Like, okay, at first my goal was I got to do one interview a week. Like, I have to because every every week I put out a new episode of the podcast. But now it's like shit been going crazy. Appreciate it, cuz. But um, dang, you don't fuck. Well, yeah, bro. So I done fucked up, y'all. Nah, it's cool, man. I'm good. Yeah, you good. So, you know, I used to feel like every week I had to just do one interview. Like, I got to do one. I got to get one locked down. But now it's like, nah, bro. I got to get two locked down. Every single week, bro, I have to. I have to stay productive. And if I got two interviews already done, it's like I got to get two interviews done that week, but I got to have two more set up for the next week. Every week. You know what I'm saying? Just keep this shit going, bro. And if I'm not doing an interview, because it be days where I just can't do an interview Thanks. bro you know what i'm saying and i can't burn myself out but it's like i have to do something productive whether it's editing you know whether it's trying to find sponsors for the show like trying to do something innovative thinking of series and different things of that anything. nature bro anything just to keep it going you know bro you know, you know what's so crazy is i tell people in life life is just like in school school only put us here so we can learn information at a certain rapid speed right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but if you ever notice anything that you did like in class even if they didn't even tell us this a lot of the work that we was doing was leading up for us to have all this stuff to be to submit to somebody like oh yeah oh yeah they passed this grade i'm sorry mm-hmm. so um life is a project yeah if you think about the stuff that you want to do ahead of time and write it down you come execution and like i tell people it don't have to be nothing like super big this right here I'll, I'll simply see how sloppy, how sloppy this shit look. But it's like a clipboard, right? And, um, it's basically saying, like, we, um, on the 26th, I can say something. This is going to come out of the way. Yeah. On the 26th, we doing, like, a, um, a, a out of wig release, right? Mm-hmm. And I was meeting my business partner, girl. She came down. 
So uh, it just like little stuff on there. So we got little, we got like the numbers on here. You can see the numbers, right? Um, how much we got to invest in the money that we're gonna make back, right? Mm -hmm. And then then we're just basically sitting here like we want to maybe do like like I say a Black Friday sale. But I was like, nah, let's not do a Black Friday sale because that means that people um people that people gonna like want a deal, right? So do the sale on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know before saying? Thanksgiving? Oh, what, Thanksgiving? Yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh -huh. She's like, nah, that's Thanksgiving. I said, Thanksgiving, everybody sit at the goddamn house with their grandma and After they eat the first plate, they're on the phone. They're ready to go. Mm -hmm. If they ain't doing it, they're drinking liquor. Mm -hmm. Why not drop the sale on them on Thursday so on Friday they go spend all their money and everything gone, they come spend their money over that Saturday. It's like little simple shit. Mm -hmm. It was so crazy when you write it down, you can see it. Mm -hmm. It's like in school. Mm -hmm. Simple. Write everything down, it'll come. Mm -hmm. So speaking of different businesses and shit like that, you know, you've gotten some artist deals. You've yeah. gotten artists on. Like, talk about how you made those moves happen. And if you want to say the artist's name, you can. I don't know oh, if you um, want to. And so shit, shit like, um, I was well, realistically, like I say, doing the formula, and you know, you beating the streets up and. I was in school, so I had like the, uh, I should say, I had the um, the formula to turn artists up in certain areas, mm. right? And mm -hmm. they already got like a buzz, and so now they got like a targeting audience. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you know me, I know I know nothing but promoters, different people, different shit like that. So I kind of like know like how to put the shit in their face. Mm -hmm. After that's just a manipulation game, perspective game. You feel what I'm saying? Interviews, doing features with different artists. Now, you, now this artist got a little bit of buzz behind them. And now it's different. Like, you go on, like, um, a lot of people, like I tell them, like, use these different platforms, like Say Cheese, Dirty Glove Bastard, all these other platforms because, like, big labels, all different A&Rs, they follow these pages. So if you got, like, good content, and I know good content, you should know good content, too. Mm -hmm. You know, in a song, Harder Than a Bitch. Mm -hmm. um, you just work the algorithm. So, like, what I was doing was I was just putting... Like, you know, the artists I'm working with, like, on Say Cheese, and we already kind of had, like, a buzz here. Mm -hmm. And I knew, like, it was to that breaking point where we all was going to bubble. Like, you know, this is, like, when Skrilla did the song with, like, the baby. Um, you know, this, I think Jet had just did the shit with uh with the baby with uh, 21. Oh, 21, yeah. You know, Savani been doing this mm -hmm. thing. Like, you know, we got a lot of people out here just doing their thing. Like, yeah. um, KPU, um, like, we just all bubbling, like, on some social media shit. Like, everybody was just, like, on social media, Reach TV, South Carolina, like, everybody, like, bubbling. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, and it's so crazy. At this time, a lot of people haven't bubbled yet. They just, like, seen so many different people, like, work, they move, and, like, come up mm -hmm. and inspire other people. So now, like, we got a lot of shit going on mm -hmm. and hopping on the platforms. And once the platforms you get on there, you get a certain amount of feedback. Like, with Skrilla... He was getting dissed by a lot of artists from like, like from this, not not from this area, but from where he from. No, not from from, but from another part of, of the state. Uh -huh. And them niggas got like big following, like a lot of few of them niggas like signed and shit. So it was just like they was dissing him, but the song, the the shit, um, it was actually souvenir. Like it wasn't a video, but it was like the um, you know, how, like a nigga just get in front of the camera like how he is now, like rapping. Those go up more on set. She's always it's raw shit. Mm. So once it was going up, like them little videos and yeah, shit where they freestyle, preview. yeah, they freestyle. So I just put on there like shit, goddamn. Um, SC's like buzz, like hottest artist out of SC, and he got all the big features and shit, shit that nobody didn't have at this point. Like you know, we was with um, we were like with um with BDE with uh with Skrilla. With, I was just, I'm just managing Skrilla through like Breeze. He got BDE um, you know, 
like uh he had just got like you know in a little problem mm-hmm. or whatever so you know at this point we was investing just me and Skrilla kind of like investing like going going in but like half on shit together yeah but it wasn't like nothing too big or nothing like that like, yeah. he don't owe me no money or no shit like that like, yeah Skrilla shit his shit is good so um uh so we hopping on platforms like that like yo like uh Essie's like top uh, top buzzing artists or five something buzzing artists and turn out five record labels in the last month now so funny we didn't turn on the record labels it just we had they met with Rock Nation and Charlotte came up there like sat down with them had us in the studio or whatever and never hit us back and, uh, did, did y'all do like a recording session yeah recording session Word, so how did that go? I wonder how that worked with labels because I know how it goes with producers. I've seen that shit. Up, bro. That shit crazy. They'll just hit you up and be like, come in the studio bro, and record. I swear to God, Rock Nation and Nars, this dude literally don't post no pictures. He still follows me because they watch my story. He's never posted nothing. And then you got like 522 followers, follow 6,000 people. Real shit. But you got to think, at Rock Nation, a lot of people personas like that. They laid back. They more so into the work yeah. of everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then, boom. Skrilla shit was already moving. We had dropped Slap Pack. The tape went dumb. And at the same time, Rock Nation was calling again. Shipes had been called. So they called back, Rock yeah. Nation. They called back when Shipes had called. But Shipes, when Shipes called, he went bullshit. And Shipes was like, hey, Rambo, like, you know, I fuck with y'all. I see, like, y'all, like, like, y'all, like, y'all got y'all shit going on. Like I said, he, like, Nipsey type people, like, young hustlers. Like, you know, come up, let's talk. You know, like, damn, y'all got all these big features. You got these different producers. And, like, we, South Carolina, we don't have bum-ass producers. And I ain't even talking about, like, Jet them. Like, we got some hard, upcoming niggas. Like, Memphis, Moneybags, he ain't upcoming. He he just hard. Uh, Lil' dude, A-O-S-K, mm-hmm. um, Kenny Hardaway. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of shit that sound good. We ain't got none of them boop, 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 boop beats. Like, I shit hard. So, he fucking with us. And Buddy flew us out. Like, mm. that Monday. Like, hey, I want to pull up. Did you want to go back to Rock Nation, though? No. Because, I mean, that's a bigger look. Nah. So, even then, you knew, like... Skrilla wasn't big enough. There's no reason... You felt like it would have been a waste of time. Nah, he wasn't big enough, and the music that he had was big. You know what I'm saying? It was, like, super-duper big. But he wasn't big enough. Like, what I mean is, like, he wasn't going to be a priority there. So, basically, they was going to pay him for all his shit, pay him for all that stuff. And imagine, look what Gunner them at now. They would have made all the money off of it, and it would just been, like... The so fuck? they would have probably just gave him like a little deal, put a chain on him, capitalize off the shit he done already did, make it bigger, got, the song and that, then just drop him if he just flop. Yeah, the song that he got with Gunner, right? You gotta think. What song do you hear? Hot in the background over there, right? Yeah. The, he has a song with Gunner that's hard as hell, mm-hmm. right? That's Gunner's the same thing that made hot. Yeah. So imagine if you just take that song you know it's hard and put it on 2K, like how most labels do. Yeah, it's gonna get played all the time. You're like, yo, what fucking song is this? Eventually, you gonna know it. Yeah. Throw him on a throw, throw, throw him on a tour with another artist, Polo G or somebody. Mm-hmm. Buzz come back right like that. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So when you met with Shipes, did you know off the rip like this is what I'm gonna do? What was so crazy was just like Shipes is such a cool dude. He set us down, and um, like I still got the footage. He set us down in the meeting or whatever. Like we had like a meeting, but it wasn't like really like a. Um, I should say it was a real meeting, but he was just telling us like what he can offer and stuff. Like he didn't want us to sign. He didn't ask us about nothing because like he's an older guy, so he's giving us like the respect of like just want to talk to us because a lot of artists are just going in. Hey, I want to sign. Like where the paperwork at? Like yeah. nah. Like he's like trying to like fill us out. 
So we didn't sign that first time. We recorded a couple songs, and then um, came back. We did the show. With, uh, actually, did a show with Gunna at State with PG Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to PG. It ain't going dumb right now. Um, yeah, shout out to bro. He really doing his thing. Yeah, the reach, the reach TV. Uh, they was there. They did like the recap. We had another show at State. So we like I said, we just buzzing around. Um, and then he hit us back again. Flew us out there. Mm-hmm. So then we recorded again. Everything good. He got his mic is he fucking with it? Like, is he letting you know he fucking with the music, or do label yeah, owners just sit back and just observe? No, 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 he can't. Like, it's like getting recruited for basketball. They let him know that they fucking with you, but then you get up there and not like giving you no paperwork or nothing, right? He's such a cool guy. We sitting there getting us all the weed, clothes, because you know, like you know, they got like us uh, smokers club. Shout out to smokers club Appreciate and um, and what's the name of the other shit? Airheads and my boy Cash, uh, Giuliano. Um, and goddamn trophy, uh, my boy Nate Mac, all of cinematic, all them good people. Um, Fame Combs, uh, oh yeah, and Fabo and La Soldier. I'm doing the shoutouts, but um, the nigga was just like, yo, we recorded again, we sitting there chilling. So, do we about to leave? We had a show actually back here with mm-hmm. Rennie, mm-hmm. Rennie Black Zag, Young Miami at Benedict, but that shit flopped. Like we got there, like it's like the promoters didn't like. And paid like none of the artists. They paid us like I back because we got there, but it was no Young Miami and nothing. And then like, like none of the students came out because they had to charge the students like fifty dollars. I don't know who threw that shit, but it was just like a we had flew back and then she was like, damn, bro, like shit. You think um he gonna like sign? You think you think we should like sign? I'm like shit, goddamn. He need to go ahead and like hell yeah, we need to go ahead and sign because like I'm fucking with it. Like we got a hundred thousand dollar marketing budget. Like all we gotta do is just keep doing what we doing, working mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, that hundred thousand dollars would have expanded what y'all was already doing. Hundred thousand dollars marketing. See, people think like it's hundred thousand dollars marketing. Hundred thousand marketing is like three projects, <laughs> like one album, three projects, like type shit, like yeah. mixtapes. You know, mixtapes don't cost shit to put out. Yeah. So you need like that, meet a quota, and then you get to your next. It's like a contract. Yeah. So like, um, well, I should say it's like a checkbox, because you can get stuck at one part of your checkbox and see. And then you be off to your next bag. Mm-hmm. So, um, so cool. He was like, damn, I'm like, Rambo, like, I forgot to tell you, this man had then sent the contract the first time we flew out there. He thought we was trying to figure him out. He had been sent the contract. He, he just had sent it. it. He sent the Skrilla email. Accent. He said, damn, I meant to send it to you. He sent it to me. And it was a date from like a month and a half ago. So that made y'all look better at the fact that y'all didn't even respond to the contract. Because it made him think about it like, shit, these niggas ain't even thirsty. Like, I ain't going to say it made us look better. It's just like, you know, because once we got like the contract, we already had like, um, it don't really how good you look. Because all you got to do is, if you don't know nothing, simply tell your manager, y'all need to go get $500, maybe $350, but $500. Go get you a fucking entertainment lawyer to consult your, your, uh, your contract. Five hundred dollars. She gonna tell you everything you need to be edited. This, that, and the third. She'll tell you if it look good or not. Mm-hmm. And that's all we did was we already had paper lady five hundred, so she was just waiting on it. Mm. So it's crazy. It was um um what's her name? Maya Betty, or Jetson manager, or Jetson it, lawyer. Was it a good deal? Like the deal that y'all signed, or did y'all have to negotiate? Or yeah, no, it was a great deal. It was a good deal for independent artists. Like yeah. y'all know, I'm not gonna say no numbers on here because I don't want people like, oh that nigga. But people know, like, what independent deal. It was a great independent deal because, yeah. like, we're not with Cinematic no more. We have to pay no money back. Why didn't the deal with Cinematic work? And were you disappointed that it didn't work? Because, um, 
A lot of times stuff comes with like buzz, so like you know, but it's hard to keep a buzz going on when you got a lot of like. Not this point in time, it's a lot of like lawyer different stuff going back and forth because you got to get this submitted to this lawyer. This lawyer got to send that stuff back, and you know, like a lot of artists make it like certain buzzes, like it's a certain level. They kind of not like it's working as much. You feel what I'm saying? And he wasn't even in the same spot he was known in because, like I said, he was cinematic, but it's not like with Breeze where you know people. You got to be consistent, and then you know, like certain stuff just happened in the streets, and um, you know, uh. It just went from there, and then cinematic felt like you know, the projects was too much because, like I say, like they had costing too much. It, it, it would have cost too much because they hadn't waited so long to like to press the button. They should have pressed the button because at this point, now you got Jetson and Big as Hill. Shit, like and they got my, all Jetson B, and they all my home. They my homeboys and shit, and I'm like shit. You know, I'm trying to work with them. Just that a third. Um, I'm trying to work with cinematic, but shit, it's a business at the end of the day. Shit, these boys had. You know, they want their money, so it's like, got Nico on the tape too. Shit, people want their money, so it just they feel like what Skrilla was at was that was not kind of like not worth it to invest a hundred racks. And the thing is, like, so they ain't even put the whole hundred racks in. That nah, was the no, budget, no, no, for, for for the marketing budget. And what I'm saying is, and. Skrilla hard as hell. His music's still going hard. Like, he's still doing his thing. Y'all gonna see some new shit coming out for him. Um, a lot of artists, not worth it. Like, contract-wise, that's why I be telling artists, like, you can be on independent label. Just get somebody that know a little bit of something, you know? Because usually, like me, an independent label, all that money you have is for you. People don't think that people think it's free bands. It's not. Quarantine. Yeah, we back. Yeah, we back. Tune yeah. in. Tune in. You had to take a quick commercial break or whatever the hell you want to call it. Water break. Water break. Smoke break. Piss break. All that. So before you know, we stopped the show or whatever. You were talking about you know your first artist getting a deal. Like, what did that do to you mentally? Like, how did that motivate you to move forward in this game? Like, did they like light the fire up under you to say, you know what, I can really do this shit? I already felt like, I ain't gonna flex. I already like, like I say, I ain't like blown or nothing. But God always give me like the little signs where like, you know, you you kind of win a little bit. Mm-hmm. It ain't from like, I don't get nothing from like social media. It's more like my brothers and my mama or my, my daddy or something like, be looking at me or treating me different. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I like that. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but just for with the, um, getting like the first artist like put out there. Like if people know like you you did that um it was a told you so type moment yeah not for people like who for my friends though yeah because like your friends be the people who least support you even though it's not that it's not that they least support you because at the same time the support that they the, say if, say if I feel like somebody is not supporting me right mm-hmm. and not fuck with me you know I, honestly you're not supporting them neither you get what I'm saying. A lot of people usually support the friend who kind of winning a little bit more. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, we all got to get everybody they room to what you call me. It was just kind of like, I told you so. For now, what people like, you know, when I say stuff, like, you know, they're going to go. Everything I say, I mean it anyway. But in the day, like, this shit don't fucking stop mm-hmm. type shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It I want this for everybody, too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, bro. I want I want everybody to win too. Right. You know, especially my friends and shit like that. 
So, how has your life changed as far as, because you always had a plan. Mm-hmm. Like you said from the beginning, you had a formula since 2013, 2014, you know, when you first started doing this shit. Like, how has your life changed since you put that plan on paper, you manifested that plan into what it is today? Like, how have things I'm gonna changed? Be, I'm going to be honest, like, what really pushes me a lot is females. Like, you know me, like, when I got out of high school, like, I ain't had a girlfriend like six years, seven years. Mm-hmm. Like, um, when I went to, when I went off to school, you know, I was playing basketball. The basketball shit didn't work out for me, so I kind of, like, start over. And, like, at that point, I had a girlfriend that we broke up, so it kind of, like, had, like, mold me into a man. I felt like how to be in love, mm-hmm. but then I in love with somebody, and they been, like, with somebody else. So that shit just kind of, like, molded me, and it had, like, my head fucked up. Like, I was depressed for, like, five the six months. That's why I left Coastal and came back to like Midlands because it's like I'm down there in Coastal riding a bike. You know, I'm fresh as hell riding a bike. I ain't had no job, but you know, I'm always known for like working, you know, playing ball and shit. You know, we worked at a tent service making like good money, so I'm like, you know, fuck that. Um, sitting around here, this shit gonna happen. This shit gonna fuck my head. This shit gonna have me depressed. Like, I left Coastal like after the first semester, came back to Midlands. I ended up owing them like $3,000 and I had to pay that three racks out of like pocket before I even got my transcript to USC, like, which was like two years later. But within them two years, <clears throat> like when I got back to Columbia and I initially came back, I thought like, you know, getting closer to the girl, like, was like, going, um, she still wasn't fucking with me. So I'm like, nah, like, you know, going to Midlands Tech is cool, but <clears throat> I need me some money. Like, you know, working at temp service, you can't do that, like going to school. So I started working at the mall, Columbia Mall. And I met so many people, bro. Like, so many different people. Like, shout out to Lim, shout out to La La, Rob, Ev, everybody. You know, we used to work at Lim's, goddamn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just working there. And, you know, I started selling shoes. I, was, I bought, like, when the uh, white foams came out, I bought six pair, six pair of grapes. Mm-hmm. Like, just doing, like, different shit. Like, you know, I knew, like, if I got my mind off of the girl, just, like, to put my mind on some money, that I would be, like, I could eventually, like, get over her. And eventually, I kind of, like, got her back. But at that point, like, I was so to it myself and, like, doing stuff. Like, I just knew, like, if you put your mind to it and you hustle, you work, you're going to get it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say take a girl, for example, because a girl going to put you in perspective if you a man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a grown-ass man. Mm-hmm. So now it's just at me now. Like, I know exactly who I am. And that's why a lot of people have a lot of hard time. They don't know who they are. Like, once you figure out who you is, you can be honest with yourself. And... <clears throat> I'm never going to be like, I'm not going to say like, I ain't going to be in my feelings about no girl. And if I am in my feelings, it's not going to like affect like my daily life because like I had to figure that out the heart. It doesn't like you in business, what you got going on in business. If you and your wife at home arguing, that shit doesn't matter. But a lot of people with what they don't try to fix the thing or they don't communicate. So when they get to their daily life, like their job or something, it's going to really affect them. Mm-hmm. I don't have those type of problems. I know like who I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, and you know, like you said, bro, women really do motivate niggas, either in a bad way or a good way. You know, and that's a dope perspective to have, though. Like to say, you know what? I use my relationship. I could, cause it could have went a totally different way. Yeah. You know, you could have done some counterproductive shit and really fucked your whole life up because of your ex. That could have motivated you to do wrong, but you actually did right and say, you know what? I'm a hustle, bro. I'm gonna get some paper. I'm gonna really figure this life shit out. I'm gonna make her want me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people get. It ain't about the money. Girls love a nigga with motion. You know what I'm saying? That's like, a fact, bro. Feeling like they doing something that you're not doing. 
And don't take this and try to like go flex on no girl or nothing like that. It's just like if you a man, you gonna run into a girl that you really like and goddamn and it's always gonna be like this. It's gonna be someone that you like and y'all may not work out, but y'all gonna like mold each other to be like grown. I had that at nineteen. I have to wait till I was twenty one. I had to stop playing ball too, so it wasn't like I would stop playing basketball and had to come figure this out at twenty five. Like I figured out what I wanted to do at twenty one. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell like artists I'm working with now, the best thing you could do is go to school. Like every artist I work with that's eighteen, that's seventeen, eighteen, go to college. Or get your fan base. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're twenty one, twenty two. Fuck it. Yeah, same thing. I'm just saying like Yeah, just at, just. at, at, at the age eighteen, you need to be in school. I was in school for seven years at the time of my life. Yeah. Four year degree, seven years. You can tell you can take your time, man. Yeah. You gonna be here, you can go back to school now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. You can rap again. Niggas don't even know you rap. Niggas don't even know. I probably y'all already. Now we're gonna put that together too when y'all watch this. <coughs> About a year or two. He harder than the motherfucker. I need to be interviewing him. Yeah, bro. I really might put my EP back out. I might redistribute that motherfucker. Do Young Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna re-put that bitch out, man. People still listening to that bitch to this day, bro. On God, bro. Niggas come up to me like, bro, remember you dropped the mixtape? I thought about putting out a mixtape anonymously. Just rapping, change my voice up. Southern Playlistic was the hardest shit that hit that year. That's a fact. It was no streaming available. All SoundCloud. SoundCloud. A free SoundCloud account at that. I still got that motherfucker. And my rap name was Shaq Sims. With a dollar sign at the end. But yeah, man, Casey, I appreciate you for coming on, cuz. For sure. I really enjoyed the conversation. For sure. Yeah. This is definitely a dope combo. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you. Yeah. So Yeah. I appreciate the fans. Because y'all maybe want to come on here. Even not supposed to be and come on here. But I just didn't want to like, you know, I want to look more so organic. You know, we cousins already. So yeah. you know how that shit is. Uh-huh. It's just like if your brother was like the best player on the team, like you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, let me get him to play like. Uh, on my team, or, you know, you can get him to play with, on your team any other time. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. How you go. yeah, I already knew if I ever hit you up, I could get an interview. Even though you're the busiest nigga in the world. But I got you interviews too, my buddy. Yeah, you did. That's a fact. You did. You did. I appreciate that. I got some more for you too. Yeah, you already know. Y'all gonna see some dope shit coming. I got some real dope interviews for y'all coming real, 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 real soon. I got a lot of dope shit on the oh, way, man. Tell you, everybody who know me know I do not smoke weed at fucking all, man. And shout out to Rock Green again, man, for you know sponsoring this episode of Muddy Waters, man, bringing me the drip. For sure, y'all definitely go cop the drip at rockgreen.com, R-O-C-K-K-G-R-E-E-N.com, and follow them on Instagram as well, rockgreen, R-O-C-K-G-R-E-E-N. Yeah, y'all fuck with them. So why the bar exclusive? Tell them where to find you at before you say you out, bro. Find me um on Twitter and Instagram, Young Young Rich Rambo. Um, YouTube, Young Rich Rambo. Facebook, Shah Houdini. Um, and that's about it. You know, tune in, tap in. And also, you can type in Young Rich Rambo on Google. You'll see different like you know little articles and write ups and different stuff I didn't release that's out. And guess what? We right now we about to do. We out. We out.